Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is what are the chances of seeing huge mortgage defaults? Before I get into this topic, just a short disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So on this topic of mortgage defaults, what are we going to see happen in the marketplace? We're seeing Sydney and Melbourne property markets go down by 10% during 2018. We're seeing probably further falls this year already. And that might bode towards the idea of further mortgage defaults. Now, our default rates are very low. I think they're even as um, less than 1% in the marketplace right now. So are we going to see an increase or are we going to see a massive increase in that? Well, it remains to be seen, but I want to bring up a a few points that I have been looking at in terms of this market so you can all get an idea and then plan and strategize yourself when it comes to your own property portfolio as it is right now or your future investing and what you're going to do in future. So the first point I'd like to make is that there's been changes in lending policy over the last four years. Now, you may not not have been looking at the market back in 2015 that closely, but if you were reviewing the property market in terms of lending and what was happening in the marketplace during that later part of 2015, well, we actually came off the boil a little bit. Prices were actually dipping down a little bit because of what the Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority, or known as APRA, as the acronym APRA, put in place where lenders, well, the major banks, uh, or those banks with deposit-taking institutions, I should say, weren't able to grow their interest-only investing by more than 10% a year. And there were situations where they were increasing that significantly and they put the brakes on for those lenders at that time. Now that then had a bit of an effect, but for some unknown reason, I don't really know what happened during that time. I wasn't in those inside meetings where this was all being discussed and letters were passed on or information was passed on between APRA, the banks and the lenders out there that they loosened up that rule And in the process, we saw a massive growth in in interest on the lending during 2016, which saw a massive growth in the the property prices during that time as well. So we had double digit growth and something like 14 to 16%, even maybe an 18% during 2016. And the early part of 2017 continued to grow as well. Um, but I guess really what put the brake on again and really the handbrake was that tighter lending from APRA, the Royal Commission on the back of that, where the banks really had to align themselves with all this strategy to actually pr- stop this interest-only lending and you know stop some of the 90 95% loans that were happening in the market. So because this has been happening for some time and it probably affected a lot of people during that space in time and we haven't had the huge mortgage default rates at the moment, that might be a situation that less people, because they haven't been able to lend as much, may not be in a situation where they're going to default as much. So something to consider in the process. So this 
these particular policies may have may prevent some of those people from defaulting because if they're going to be frivolous in lending money out to people that won't be able to repay some of these loans we might be in a situation where they cannot then proceed uh well they'll actually be in a situation where they'll default on their lines and a lot more people will be in mortgage distress. So the second point I'd like to make on this particular topic is more people are moving from principal and interest rate, uh, interest only loans. Uh, so more people are moving from principal and interest only rates from original interest only loans. So a big reason for that is that the rates on principal and interest have been discounted uh, significantly and sometimes you can get rates of three quarters of a percent or even one percent lower on a principal and interest rather than interest only. And it's attractive for some investors or some um, homeowners because they're in a situation where they're not um, about to make another investment choice or they've got money in the bank and they've got enough buffer in place where if I'm going to discount on my rate, I might as well go that and I can actually pay down some of the debt that I have. And because that's in that situation, it may prevent some of this mortgage distress happening and put people in a situation where they're paying down some of the, the, the debt and they've got more equity in that property or more value that they own themselves in that, that property because they are paying some of that debt down. Now, in saying that, you as an investor or a homeowner need to be wary of that extra amount of money each month that's going to come on when you're paying down that principal part and not only the interest of that loan. So be careful, make sure you have your buffers in place, really important for investors and um, homeowners to realize. So we've actually got a situation where people are moving to these interest-only loans and we also, in terms of interest rates, we've got some of the lowest interest rates that ever been seen in history. So are we gonna have some of the massive mortgage defaults on the back of that idea where a lot more people are moving to principal and interest rate? Uh, interest rates on, on the back of their own thoughts and their own strategy as opposed to you know um, more people actually being forced into the, the whole thing about principal and interest because they've come into the end of that five-year term where the interest-only term finishes and they have to be forced into principal and interest rates. So that's what I'm seeing more and more out in the marketplace right now where people are choosing to do that because of the low rates that are on offer and we're seeing some of the lowest rates in history. The third point I'd like to make in regards to mortgage defaults is what will actually happen, what factors will happen that might lead to a huge increase in these defaults. You know, so some things that could potentially happen in our marketplace, increased unemployment. So I know a lot of the property industry has been affected by some of this tight lending. So that might be lead to job losses in terms of real estate agents in the marketplace, in terms of construction, and those other industries that are uh, closely aligned with property that might be affected due to this. So also, in there's another idea that the Australia may have a recession that could lead to mortgage defaults if we have a global recession or if there's government intervention in terms of property as well uh, where negative gearing 
is removed if the Labour Party gets in. That was, that's their intention. It's also their intention to look at capital gains tax changes. So are we going to see less properties transacted because people are going to be fearful of paying extra money on that capital gains tax uh, where they once got a huge discount. Now they're um, paying a lot more in tax on transacting properties. So that might mean less, pay, less turnover of property. That might mean more job losses. So there's a number of factors to think about what could potentially happen. And the idea for you as an investor to think about what kind of factors will actually lead to more mortgage defaults. Are any of these potential to happen? And is some of the news that's coming out from property commentators, from the mainstream media, uh, ring true when I talk about some of these these individual items is there a sense of increasing unemployment rate is there a sense of an australian recession are the labor party going to get in and make these changes so all these factors for you as an investor as a home owner to think about when it comes to your own property strategy what factors do you need to be aware of and relying on uh, to make your decisions so maybe that gives you a little bit more thought process on mortgage defaults. Maybe you're in a situation you're looking for motivated sellers out there um, so you can grab a great bargain. So think about all these things for your own property strategy. If you want to talk about this particular topic or your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Chat to you all soon and thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.